from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hour three of the nightcap. We're not slowing things down. Doug Kazarian, a daily wager on ESPN, will join us in less than five minutes. But we got a lot to get you updated on, including a request, Scott Seidenberg, as we will get to that in just a moment, a request via Twitter. Uh, But I mentioned it, and I will come through on my tees. What we just saw, and I know I get a little more geek than than others in the Olympics, but the 4 by 200 Women's freestyle relay was tremendous, and we saw a plus 1,400 come home. China wins the gold, and the minus 1,000 favorites in Australia get the bronze because someone by the name of Katie Ledecky, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of her, uh, she swam a phenomenal uh, final leg of the relay to get the United States a silver. All three teams Broke the previous world record. An incredible race uh, just moments ago. China gets the gold at my, uh, plus 1,400. United States gets silver. And the odds-on favorite, heavy favorites in Australia, uh, they get the bronze at minus, uh, sorry, they were minus 1,000. But we have a request, Scott. And it is regarding the Slovenia-Japan game and Luka Doncic. Now, yesterday, you were all over the handicapping of <laughs> Iran and USA. You even gave us a little bonus play, which was France over Czech Republic. We didn't. I, I asked you if it would be a letdown spot. You said, absolutely not. France needs to win the group, and they won by 20. So you were on that one. The last time we saw Slovenia, 
and Luka Doncic. He put up a 48 spot tonight against the host Japanese. Over under at DraftKings right now on Luka Doncic. 32 and a half points. What are we going to do here? Over or under Luka Doncic points tonight. That's coming up in uh, about 40 minutes. That's a good number. I think he goes over, though. I I think he'll stay below 40, but he'll go over that 32 mark. I think it's about 35, 36 points here for Luka tonight uh, in a victory for Slovenia. Although... I kind of like Japan plus the 21, 22 points uh, that they're getting here. You know, it's a lot of points uh, in in this matchup. I do expect Luka just on sheer volume alone, right? I mean, they just, he's the one that's just going to take over the entire game and shoot every shot, every possession. So he's going to have over 32 points. I predict him to have maybe 35, 36 points in a Slovenia win. But I kind of like Japan plus the 21 or 22 based on uh, what the line is now. Where are you seeing it? At, at what, where are you seeing the line right now? Yeah, right now, uh, as I pull it up, I believe it was down to 20 uh, here at Circa. Ah, look at that. Here at Circa, it's 20. Uh, if you like Japan, you can get a 20 and a half at South Point right now. Uh, but I'm with you. This is a total, by the way, that has completely shot up. Uh, with Japan and Slovenia, 184.5 is where we are on the total in this game. Remember, Slovenia winning their first game uh, over uh, Argentina, 118 to 100. Uh, Slovenia certainly trying to uh, to win this group with uh, with Spain and Argentina to play a little bit later. You uh, tell me, you like a bet uh, in that Spain Argentina game too. Yeah, I like Spain in the first half. Uh, I think they're going to go out to a double-digit lead at the half. That's a low enough spread for the game, uh, but the first half interests me. You know, Argentina had a lot of talent uh, several years ago, but those guys have faded out. Um, You know, not a lot of – there's more talent on that Spain team right now. I think Spain jumps out to a lead, and they'll take a double-digit lead into the half. So I I think Spain in the first half is a good play in that one. Uh, In the early morning hours, I think it's an early morning tip Eastern time. You know, the more and more I think about it, I mean, I want the I want the hook, uh, but I might I might take the points with the home uh, with the home squad in Japan. So, uh, yeah. uh, Rui Hachimura, Yuta Watanabe, uh, you know, pride of GW, George Washington. So I'm a little partial to that. So uh, maybe I'll take the points with Japan against Slovenia. I mean, can you expect 48 again from Luka Doncic? I can tell you one thing: our next guest probably has a, an opinion on this game. Doug Kazarian joining us next. <laughs> it's the nightcap. It is an ICAP here on VEASAN, hour number three here as uh, Scott Seidenberg joining us over there in New York City. Tim Murray from the Circus Sportsbook here in Las Vegas and also in Las Vegas, friend of the program, friend of the network, and just a friend to, to a lot of people. He's a good guy. Doug Kazarian joining us right now at Doug ESPN. Now, Doug, you are a, uh, you were a collegiate water polo player, if uh, if my memory serves me correct. So uh, does that give you a special handicapping capability when it comes to uh, water polo? Have you been able to fire away uh, on water polo matches so far this Olympic Games? I've been firing, not, not as uh, successfully as I would have liked. Uh, I don't know if playing gives me an advantage. I will say where I played and all that stuff does. I, I, uh, 
Actually, my high school coach was the 1996 Olympic coach. So I've been talking to him and former players who are plugged into the Olympics and everything. So that's that's helped out a little bit. We we got there with our big our big play, but you know, long long ways to go still. Oh, so what was that big play here on the Olympics? Fill us in on what you've been handicapping here in Tokyo. Have it, has it been the odd sports, or have you been leaning into like the basketball and and the swimming? Uh, the answer is yes. Uh, everything. <laughs> We've been uh, not afraid to buy bets. Some, uh, you know, it's funny. The women's volleyball, not beach, regular volleyball, has had some really inefficient markets, and that means the live algorithms have been off. China was the gold medal favorite, and they got swept three zero, and I think in two two uh, two first two matches. And um, there's been some upsets, like Tunisia took a set in the men's volleyball off the Americans last night. And so we've had, I've had some pretty bizarre, I, I, I have avoided like the surfing, the badminton uh, for the love of uh, shuttlecock I have, but you know, there, there has been plenty of uh, really ridiculous stuff, but I got into the swimming the last few nights. I did have Dressel as my best bet tonight, a hundred meter, but it's, it's tough, man. I had uh, Alex Walsh at plus four fifty. There was even a plus seven fifty the next night when she even had a good semifinal run and she got touched out at the finish last night so i've I've had some close calls um but did have australia on the money line against croatia and men's water polo so we're doing okay (laughs) well dressel won by six one hundredths of a second how was uh how was the live cam on doug kazarian sweating that one out well you know tim as i'm sure you are as well like you know you do this for as long as you do it and (laughs) do it as many places there's really very few situations where i'll get uh, have a reaction or yell or something like that. It's more of like the bad beat kind of thing. But down the stretch, it was it was exciting. But you know, I was obviously more emotional at the post game interview or yeah. post win uh, interview and stuff like that, just like everybody else who was watching. So, but yeah, I'm not up and down jump. I'm more from an excitement standpoint was captivated. But you know, the bets are just it's more like the brain is working than the heart is working. How about that? <laughs> That's smart. Uh, how you been enjoying the the basketball? Did you lay the forty points with uh, the United States against Iran last night? And based on no, that I, bounce back performance, can can you bet them to win gold? You know, it, it is funny. I couldn't fault. We said this on the show. Like I can't fault anyone, even after the first loss, if they want to grab like a minus two fifty or something to win gold because it's there on paper. I I have Australia ticket at twenty one. I also have Nigeria at hundred to one. I, I certainly understand the value and the allure and all the reasons why the Americans may not. But remember, those, those games they played at the Mandalay Bay Vent Center were without Booker, Holiday, and Middleton. And Holiday and Middleton are perfect for the Olympic team. They're money from the distance of the three-point line in the international game, and they're great defensively. So I, I, they were missing all three of those guys, and they were figuring out their rotations and getting a used to the kind of the adjusted officials where you just don't get every ticky-tack call on the perimeter. And it's a different game. Now, if they're going to lose, because start with rebounding. They've been out rebounding almost every game and then uh, foul trouble or just missed shots, right? So they're going to survive, obviously, from group play. I don't think the Czech Republic's going to uh, pose much of a threat in terms of the win or the loss. But there is a path to victory for the other teams where there wasn't one in the original dream teams. But obviously, the world's caught up and we don't have our absolute, absolute, absolute best players, more so the big men, right? The best big men in the league are, are, are not American, right? It would be awesome to have DeAndre Ayton. It would be awesome to have Joel Embiid. It'd be awesome to have Giannis, but they're not American. Right. Anthony Davis is the American that would be great, but he's injured. 
So we had to go a different route. We went small ball, even had Kevin Love, and that didn't work out. But, you know, they're going small ball. Bam Adebayo is an awesome player, but he's not a traditional big. And maybe teams will uh, exploit that, but we should, we should compensate with our outstanding three-point shooting. Even the loss against France, final minute, we had three wide-open three-point oh. that would have given us a one-point lead. Not necessarily automatic win, but that would have given us a, win, uh, a one-point lead with about 35, 40 seconds to go. So I'm not too worried about the Americans. I just can't fire on them right now, and I'm sure the money line's going up. I haven't checked the futures market. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in, for me, it's, uh, it's fade or pass right now with the Americans. Uh, not looking, but, but there'll be some live opportunities. I did jump in Australia yesterday at Pickham when they're down about four or six points in the third quarter to Italy. So there'll be some opportunities uh, for, to, to bet on the Americans, too. Of course, of course, Doug was uh, firing at what, 2 2.30 in the morning on Australia and Italy? Well, I had to watch China and Japan women's water polo. So, <laughs> you know, I got multiple TVs. <laughs> All right. Doug, I know uh, this is a market we can't bet on right now here in Las Vegas, but other people listening in uh, can still fire, depending on their jurisdiction, uh, jurisdiction on uh, on the NBA draft. You had a great podcast earlier this week with uh, with Mike Schmitz from ESPN, and you know, uh, you know, some things you said I've kind of reiterated uh, on this show. Uh, you know, do your homework. You know, it's it's not what you think; it's it's what it's being reported out there. So when you look at the draft market right now, and it, it moves so quickly you like one thing it's going to be gone in a heartbeat what are some plays uh that you fired on and and still like right now uh in the marketplace yeah that's the question is the people listening you know in their car or whatever really don't care what i got two weeks ago right. uh, maybe i'm still over eight and a half it's now do you like 12 and a half that's the question uh, i would pass on 12 and a half of course a lot depends on the juice i understand his appeal but mitchell's a guy that teams that are more playoff ready really like because he's a ready-now defensive standout. But teams that are looking for upside and ceiling and, and want, want to reach, they're not going to get Mitchell. So that's why he fell out of that 8.5 over under. He's at the 12.5. I still think overs a little bit, but I wouldn't play it right now. The question is, what will you play? So I think uh, Jalen Johnson at over 14.5, his over-unders come up a little bit. Like a year ago, he was a top-five pick, but inconsistency throughout the season uh, left the new program even before Valentine's Day. So – there's just a lot of unknown, and I think when you start getting the European guys, like the Australian guy who played well in the uh, exhibition against Nigeria here at Mandalay Bay, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of just there's a lot there's like seven names being thrown around between eight and ten, right? They can't all go eight and ten, so I'm liking some overs on a lot of those guys, and then Johnson as well. Really, the head scratcher. Why he's uh, the one the one guy I keep coming back to is uh, Zaire Williams. Like, yeah. I, that number has not moved at all. I haven't, I haven't talked to one person who likes the over. We all like the under, but the line hasn't moved, and it's very perplexing, and there's actually plus money on the under. So I had to take a small piece of it, and that's where I'm sort of going out of principle because I have heard, and Mike even said on the podcast, like you could see him in the low team, but there's the, the market hasn't moved, and that's what's so interesting. But I think Johnson and then uh, the, the market's moving. There are some six-and-a-halves out there, but Kaminga – over six and a half, even a little hefty juice, I like as well. It's clear that he's sort of fading, and then there's being kind of a rush on Scotty Barnes at five, if not four. And then you could see a bunch of guys with book nights making the most sort of progress towards that six spot, seven spot. So I think Kaminga is going to slip a little bit. And all it takes is one guy who's projected mid, 
you know, maybe it is Johnson for all we know, but let's say a guy who's printed 14 or 15 goes like eight or nine. Sacramento Kings certainly can throw a curveball like they have in the past. And then the domino effect uh, goes from there. So you have to keep an eye on trades. And we obviously saw the Memphis, New Orleans one, but really important thing to think about when you do these prop bets, because there's obviously it's a game of misinformation as much as it's a game of information. And so you have to kind of read the tea leaves, almost do like a Venn diagram with people from various outlets and networks, and then figure out what's the absolute lowest they can go and the absolute highest. And when there's a huge range and the over-under is closer to their bottom, unless the team is like vocally like says they want them, you're usually probably better off going with the over. And also, we know more of the top 10, right? We predictable than the bottom 10, right, of the first round. So when it gets to the 20s and 21s, like the Sharif Coopers of the world and some of those others, Springer's another one, they could go 18 into the 23, and that's not that big of a shocker as opposed to 8 versus 13. So those are things that you just remind yourself as you're trying to play with all these, and the juice matters so much like it does in any uh, bet on uh, the betting board. So those are sort of the things you kind of have to work out. But for me, Jalen Johnson and Kaminga, uh, both over are like my favorites right now. Doug, I'm curious uh, how you've taken the Aaron Rodgers story as it's progressed uh, throughout the past couple of weeks and then leading up to this week and, of course, the the fiery press conference today. Uh, How do you feel about the Packers' futures this season? And when you saw the lines move with the Aaron Rodgers' potential retirement news, were you one that said, let me fire on the Packers now? Or are you regretting not getting the Packers now, uh, not getting the Packers back then when you see the way that the odds have adjusted here with Rodgers being in camp? Yeah, uh, these are the great situations where I call it like FOMO fear. It's the fear of fear of missing out because <laughs> we're all like so, so uh, paranoid about, oh, I should have grabbed Rodgers. Really? Did you know he was coming back a month ago? No, you didn't. Just because things happen and you, could go, you can't go back in time, like we don't have Biff's almanac. So it's one of those things where you just have to say, you know, I played the best hand I could with the cards I was dealt at the time. And in, if you had a, if, you know, now if you were like on your way to the book and then chicken out, that's a different thing. But for the most part, you got to let things pass. And I did grab some Vikings at plus 250. Because I said, even if Rodgers comes back, do I still think it's a worthwhile play? I said, obviously, it's a play because there's a chance Rodgers is out, but it's not the end of the world if Rodgers plays. Because I think the Packers' schedule is really tough. I think 10 wins, 11 wins. I know they've gone 13-3, to 13-3 back-to-back seasons. But, um, but my whole thing with this whole thing is I didn't think he'd come back. I, with all these things, whether it's you know Deshaun Watson or whatever, like what, what's the scenario where this where this works out cleanly. And I guess with the Rodgers, I didn't, I didn't anticipate this. The scenario was he's just going to put it all on the front office and it's, and it's not going to be friction within the locker room. At least we don't think so. And so I do think they're going to be fine. Uh, they have the weapons. Obviously he's an MVP reigning MVP, but I don't think they're like untouchable. Maybe like the chiefs are. So it, would I be stunned if the Vikings went like 11 and six and, you know, tied with the Packers and they won on a tiebreaker or something? Of course not. He's Doug Kazarian at Doug ESPN on Twitter. Uh, Doug, before I let you run, um, we're gonna hit everything. We've hit water polo. We've hit. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've hit. Uh, we've hit badminton. We've hit the NFL. We've hit the draft. Why not a little college football? Let's throw in a little college football. The SEC's been in the news uh, because of their expansion. That ain't happening this year. But 
Um, you know, I know this is something that you've already done a little bit of homework on. Uh, what are you expecting out of the SEC? Uh, Scott was talking about uh, Georgia this year. I really like Georgia as well. Can't wait for that week one showdown as they're four-point dogs right now against Clemson in week one in Charlotte. Uh, what is your feel about how the how the uh, SEC plays out this year? Is, is an Alabama touchable maybe this year? I think they are. I, I will say uh, it'll take some time. To, to grow, you know, the, the the late September, early October games will be the most challenging. I think they'll be a well-oiled machine by the time LSU rolls around. Uh, but in terms of Georgia's futures, I am not gonna. I gotta believe it. I gotta see it to believe it, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it be the fake punt that Kirby Smart called, they, they just can't get over the hump. They've always had issues. Whether it's quarterback play, and now everyone loves JT Daniels. We'll see. He wasn't that good at USC. I do think he's an upgrade over whatever they were trotting out at the beginning of last season. If you call that a whatever scout team quarterback. But the offensive line a couple years ago was getting pushed around by Vanderbilt. So there's always been issues. Kirby Smart is obviously a really good coach. But at that level, when you're split, you're allowed to split hairs. When you're talking about the SEC champ, i got to see him get over the hump and actually do it. Now, Tua came off the bench and as a freshman and threw the game-winning touchdown in the championship game a few years ago. I mean, look, these are the margin of errors right there. Even Aaron Murray, pre-Kirby Smart, uh, throwing inbounds inside the 10 at the Georgia Dome. So there's all sorts of close-but-no-cigar situations. I'm just going to wait for them to actually do it. But in terms of the SEC, I think, I think uh, Auburn's win total, there's a lot of sevens out there. I, I'm stunned. I would have made it five-and-a-half, and I still would bet under. So I, I think sometimes you know, it's a kiss of death. We all know that in the betting world when we say, like, wrong team favored, all that stuff. But I really don't understand this over-under. Uh, they have a bunch of, I'm not going to say automatic losses, but they have a few automatic losses and some likely losses, like at Penn State in the whiteout game in Happy Valley. They're seven-and-a-half-point dogs in the advanced line. I think that's a loss. Now they could stun because they are SEC team, but Brian Harson's the new coach. Is he going to all of a sudden have this thing a well-oiled machine and have Bo Nix thriving where other coaches cannot? Doubtful in my world. And then they just have a brutal part of the SEC schedule. I mean, obviously they have the Iron Bowl at the end of the season, but they have Georgia. They have A&M. They have LSU. They even have Ole Miss and Mississippi State. So there's an Independence Day game I mentioned as well. So when you're talking about a 12 regular season games and a tough opponent like I, I labeled, there's not a lot of wins. Like, you see eight wins to lose that bet? Yes, at South Carolina should be a win. Uh, at Arkansas should be a win, but obviously the Razorbacks are a lot better lately. Even Georgia State's no longer a pushover. And then they have a couple uh, cupcakes to start the season with Akron and Alabama, Southport State or Alabama State. But I, I just I don't see eight wins to lose that bet. If you can get seven, I don't even care what the juice is. You are uh, not going to be on Brian Harson's Christmas card list this year, Mr. Kazarian. Uh, that is for sure. Hey, Doug, great stuff as always, man. Get back to uh, sweating uh, uh, ping pong. Uh, no, it's a low total in the U.S.-Italy men's polo game. I think over 17 and a half. We're going to have to go there. All right, there we go. <laughs> we needed the uh, water polo uh, yeah. uh, victory on the way out. There he is, Doug Kazarian from the Daily Wager. Uh, on ESPN. It is the nightcap here on VSIM. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Time to put a lucky pair of Crocs and channel your inner fortune teller because your prediction might just take you, make you $10,000 richer. The Crocs Hoops Draft Prediction Challenge is coming, and dare we say, it's free to play on DraftKings.com. If your odds are in your favor, 10 Gs could be yours. Learn more at DraftKings.com slash Crocs. It is the nightcap here on Vincent Tim Murray and Scott Seidenberg with you. And Scott, um, we got a little Olympic basketball coming up. Apparently, we need to be betting an over in uh, the water polo match uh, later on tonight. Per Doug Kazare, I'll just I'll just take his word for it. Uh, over what did he say? Seventeen and a half. Too low of a total. Yeah, he said. I think it was seventeen. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too low of a total. I, I looked for it. I couldn't find it. I have to dig more during the during the. Yeah, next I, I, it, it wasn't offered here at Circa, but uh, we will uh, we will certainly uh, look for it a little bit. Uh, we only have two baseball games left on the board. The Dodgers leading seven to nothing. So a little bit of a sweat uh, if you played the over or or the under, depending on where you were. It's seven nothing. Total was seven and a half. Walker Bueller uh, has pitched a uh, a gem so far today for uh, for the Dodgers in this one. So this is going to be so fascinating to see how this all plays out uh, with the Dodgers and the Giants here. And I believe we just got a home run, so the over has just hit. Cody Bellinger, not only cash your plus 425 that Bellinger would go yard, the first homer of the game, but that gives you the over. So your under bets are bye-bye because he has gone yard. And uh, Walker Bueller, as we showed you some props here, Walker Bueller tonight has uh, has been on point. Seven innings, three hits, no runs, two walks, eight strikeouts. ERA now down to 219 on the season there, Scott. So uh, the Dodgers, a very impressive performance tonight here in uh, in San Francisco. Yeah, uh, three hits and no runs. He's been absolutely tremendous. Um, and, the, and the Giants, and we talked to Bob Nightingale about this, 
one piece away uh, from competing here, and, and you just wonder if they're unable to make a move. Do you like the Dodgers more in that division? Do you like the Dodgers' futures outlook more it, to win the World Series or it's just to represent the National League? As good as the Giants have been, you know, these games against the Dodgers are telling. You know, they were able to take some uh, earlier, and now they took one yesterday, and the Dodgers obviously have the better of them today, but the Giants are still in first place. Uh, but come postseason time, if these two teams have to match up, I'm not so sure I can go against the Dodgers in a short series unless the Giants are able to acquire a big piece, whether it be a Max Scherzer or even a Craig Kimbrell in the back end of their bullpen. It is. When you look at the rotation right now, and, and Kevin Gosman has been fantastic this year, but you know Bob Nightingale mentioning it, and, and it's hard to disagree uh, obviously, we don't know um, the situation moving forward with Trevor Bauer there for the Dodgers. We feel return, uh, mm-hmm. but still, that's a, a strong rotation led by Walker Bueller, who's dominating tonight. And it, if if it really is going to come down to those two for Max Scherzer, and I know the Mets are in it and the Yankees are in it, I, I just he's not going to the Mets. I would be very surprised if the Nats enter division, and maybe they do. I, I don't know because. It's it's a one year rental, but I, I think ultimately it's going to be San Fran or L.A. And that seems to be the way the the wind is blowing. And man, what a leg up one of those teams will get if they land Max Scherzer. Because yes, he's you know he's 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 older, right, Scott? But it's not like he's been poor this year. He's an All Star, sub three yards, started yeah. the All Star game, um, and uh, you know he's had success. He's won a World Series, so. Uh, if, if I'm San Francisco looking at my rotation, and I know D. Scalfani, it was just a, an off night tonight, but man, the Giants, it, you just completely change their, uh, their outlook if they're able to acquire Max Scherzer. And how about for the Dodgers? You know, you're looking oh. at a rotation now for the Dodgers that would be Scherzer, Bueller, Kershaw, and Urias, you know, as a four-man rotation without Trevor uh, Bauer if he doesn't come back from this suspension. So, you know, the Dodgers would have just a tremendous leg up on all the competition if they were able to acquire him. Uh, that is just going to be one of the more interesting pieces to watch here as the trade deadline unfolds. And Craig Kimbrell as well, who is just having a phenomenal season for the Cubs. And we'll see if uh, more bats could be on the move. There's certainly going to be a shift in the odds, though, next week. I can tell you that much. Yeah, there is. Uh, there's no doubt. And once again, uh, Joey Gallo headed to the New York Yankees. Big move today for the Yankees. G-A-L-L-O. <laughs> Anytime we get a little My Cousin Vinny and we had some Seinfeld quotes, we're, we're throwing them all out there tonight. Um, Slovenia and Japan. Yep, that's happening in 10 minutes. We'll give you a couple thoughts on that. Also revisit the Joey Gallo trade. It is the nightcap here on Visa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. are coming soon and there's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons 
Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both. Now's the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com backslash subscribe. It is an ICAP here on VEASAN. And speaking of college football, this just uh, came across my Twitter timeline from our from our buddy Mo Pearson over at WinBet. And this is the type of degenerate prop bets that you just love to see. Now, I'm not expecting you to have an opinion on that. I don't know. I haven't done all my homework. I've done a little bit of research on some of these teams. More combined regular season wins, Scott. UNLV, Akron, and UMass. That's the favorite at minus 125. Or UConn, Kansas, and UL Monroe. That is the underdog at plus 105. That's amazing. Mm. That is absolutely amazing. Uh, I do know that UConn plays two FCS teams. They play Holy Cross and Yale. Uh, they also play UMass, so a pivotal game there in, in this big bet. Uh, <laughs> Akron plays Bowling Green, uh, which they might be a slight favorite in. UNLV uh, plays one FCS team. They're going to be an underdog in, in probably all of their games. So, uh, well done folks over the win bet. I love obscure, bizarre things like these types of prop bets of just the, the seller dwellers and who will have the most wins. Sure. It might all come down to the UL Monroe Warhawks. There so, we go. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, you know, I was watching the, the, the golf scoreboard, Tim yep. and Mackenzie Hughes, two under Here we go. 14 holes plus 5,000 is the ticket. So we're six strokes off the lead. If we can get a birdie or two in the last couple of holes and finish even closer, uh, this will start to pretend. We'll start to feel like this actually could happen. You know, I'll, I'll give uh, our guy Steve Sands uh, a little bit of credit here. Now it's early, but he said a name to watch. He had talked to him. He was, I believe, eighty or ninety to one. And I, you know, I had meant to play it, uh, and I didn't because why would I? Because now maybe he'll go and win the gold medal. Alex Norin from Sweden. He is four under through 14. That was a name uh, that was mentioned. So uh, let's run through where we stand in the gold. Actually, let's hold off real quick because about to tip off Japan and Slovenia, a little uh, a little hoops action late night for you back east uh, and still pretty late here for us here in uh, in the Pacific time zone. But Slovenia, last time we saw them, a thumping of Argentina. Luka Doncic goes for 48. They win 118 to 100. I'm with you, man. It's not crazy. It's just something to, to keep it interesting. But give me the 20 points with the with Japan. Let's go. Let's go, Japan. Yeah. Plus the 20. I, I like Japan plus the 20. Uh, I think they'll they'll cover. Uh, Luka's probably going to get like 35 or so. But yeah, I would lean towards Japan to cover this. Um, that would be an underdog that I like here. And a favorite that I like would be Spain. And that one will tip off, I believe, at 8 a.m. Eastern time. And that's going to be uh, an eight-and-a-half-point line with Spain. Um, I think that they'll cover that against Argentina. So I'll go, with, I'll go with the underdog in Japan tonight. 
and then the favorite Spain tomorrow morning. Yeah, I'll put, I put a little bit, just a little, nothing too crazy. Don't don't go nuts on things you don't know a ton about. So I took the points of Japan uh, to give me a little entertainment late night here. But yeah, good one in the morning uh, back east, 8 a.m., 5 o'clock here uh, for us. Uh, Argentina and Spain looks like nine pretty much across the board here in Las Vegas. A couple eight and a half. So if you can grab the eight and a half, if you're uh, like Scott and like the favorite in Spain in that one, go ahead and grab that nine. Um, and then now let's go over the uh, the Olympic uh, gold medal board here uh, for men's golf. Uh, Sepp Straka still your leader. Uh, he is not your favorite right now uh, at DraftKings. He's still 16 to one. He shot an eight under today uh, in the first round of the uh, golf competition. Thomas Peters uh, six under. Carlos Ortiz, Carlos Ortiz at six under. Uh, Victor Hovland. He is now your favorite to win the event. He is plus 450. Uh, Scott, he has uh, really played well so far. Through 13 holes, he is 5 under par, so the pride of Norway at 5 under. Uh, Paul Casey at 4 under, shot a 67 today. Xander Shoffley, 3 under, 68. Patrick Reed, remember, Patrick Reed was uh, a last-minute addition. He replaced mm-hmm. Bryson DeChambeau, who uh, had COVID-19. Uh, good start for Patrick Reed. Did just bogey the 11th, uh, but he's 3 under, through 11, and then uh, there's your guy, Mackenzie Hughes, birdie at 12, birdie at 13, two under through 14. We've got some life for the long shot for Scott Seidenberg. Yes, maple syrup for everybody. Let's go, Mackenzie <laughs> Hughes, uh, plus 5,000. This is my long shot ticket. Uh, we'll see if he comes home at two under right now. A um, couple holes left in this first round. I'd love to get another birdie or two of these last uh, three, four holes from him. So that would be really nice. Colin Morikawa, uh, you know, okay start for him. Not, you know, not up at the top, but still in in reachable. And he was the favorite going into this event. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama was a guy who is, you know, was the hometown favorite. Uh, we talked about this with uh, Steve Sands, if there was going to be some pressure on him mm-hmm. because the media coverage was just going to be all over him as they expect him to win this tournament uh, in his home country. He had a nice opening round. Uh, Could have been better. He bogeyed, dropped back a couple of strokes, but Matsuyama definitely going to attract a lot of attention and maybe some bets here uh, as the tournament progresses. And Justin Thomas did something that uh, I haven't seen very often. There is no color on his scorecard. (laughs) Par all the way through. 18 holes, 18 pars. Uh, as just had a nice day. You know, just enjoyed himself, you know, just smoked a cigar, yeah. maybe, you know, beverage or two from the cart person, and just, just enjoyed a round of golf. <laughs> just shot par. 71 today for Justin Thomas. Uh, looking for where he stands right now in the, uh, the updated uh, uh, odds here. Justin Thomas, he is now 50 to 1. To, uh, to win the gold medal. So your current odds, Victor Hovland plus 450, Colin Morikawa 8 to 1, Patrick Reed 10 to 1, Xander Shoffley at 12 to 1, Hideki Matsuyama at 16 to 1. That's Scott Seidenberg. I'm Tim Murray. The NBA Draft tomorrow will wrap up the show looking at our favorite plays for the NBA Draft right here on the Nightcap.
Instant Match searches through millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. More at Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on Vincent Tim Murray and Scott Seidenberg with you. Uh, just two minutes in to Japan and Slovenia and uh, Japan trailing six to four. Hoping uh, I need Rui Hachimura to uh, have a... Uh, a, a uh, Luka Doncic type game. Can we get 40 from the Wizards product? Is that is that too much to ask, Scott? A little 40 burger from Rui no. Hachimura? Not too much to ask. Right. Uh, listen, you're not asking them to win the game. Just lose by 19. Yeah, that's all we're asking. <laughs> we're, not, we're not trying to be greedy. We're not money lining it. We're just saying keep things close. No. Uh, so 6-4, exactly. the early score in this one. All right, the NBA draft tomorrow. Uh, an event I am very much looking forward to. Uh, most years I am, but I feel like even more so this year. Uh, let's just kind of run through it and, uh, and and what we think is going to happen. Um, number one, Cade Cunningham, minus 8,000. That's going to happen. Second overall pick, Jalen Green. Now minus 650, Scott. Look at it right there, minus 400. Jeff Parles thankfully reminded me that it was, uh, I, I think I said, to take Jalen Green at plus 150. Couldn't bet it here in Las Vegas, uh, but it is now minus 650. Evan Mobley, minus 450. And uh, Jalen Suggs now moving to minus 250, Scott, at the fourth overall pick. And then fifth overall is Scotty Barnes at minus 295. Um I think I don't think you've swayed whatsoever, but uh, any thought that we could see some shenanigans uh, in the top five? Could I mean, could we see somebody take Barnes at four? I think it's possible. It, could that really could that really happen? I don't think it could happen. I, I I certainly haven't you know seen reports out there you know, but we've you know uh, Kristen earlier told us that that's a possibility and. Maybe somebody surprises and trades up and is really interested in Barnes and takes Barnes at four. So maybe Barnes at four worth a sprinkle. Uh, I think you and I are on the same page. We do expect it to play out as the odds do indicate with Suggs four and Barnes five. But maybe Barnes at four worth a sprinkle, depending on those odds. You know what's crazy right now? And uh, it wasn't that long ago that this was plus odds. And I, I you know, I'm not going to recommend playing something at minus four dollars, but the exacta for one, two, and three, Cunningham, Green, and Mobley is minus 400. Man, it's hard to envision that not happening. I, I guess there could be a possibility of, I, I just, I don't know what what happens where that, it is not one, two, three. It's not, it, could we get a trade in there? Possibly, but if there's a trade, they're going to get one of those three guys. So I'm not laying $4, but I just don't know where it changes uh, with with that, there's a little little buzz about Jalen Green yeah. going one. I I just I I, I believe it when I no, see it. No, Green's not going one. But could could there be a shocker at two? Could Mobley go two instead of Green? Uh, I don't I don't. Maybe if does Houston trade out of it? I I don't know. Maybe that's where you can get scared off. Is if Mobley goes two and then Green falls to three. Um, listen, we've seen a lot of crazy things happen in the oh, NBA yeah. draft over the years. So, you know, players that, you know, you know, you don't expect to go certain places, wind up going way higher than they should. Uh, so anything is certainly on the table. 
But I, I looked at that bet a couple of days ago, and it was, you know, one, two, three, Cunningham, Green, and Mobley. It was minus 250. Now it's minus 400. So that should tell you something. Well, and the the one, two, the four exacta earlier this on Monday was plus 150, and that has shifted to, uh, to odds on. You know, there's not a ton of uh, opportunity uh, to to make a, a big uh, to make a big splash in in the uh, in the draft. There, there's over unders, which obviously we'll get to. One play if you're looking for a flyer that I'm looking at DraftKings right now, Scott. It would be Zaire Williams to go top ten. Uh, his over unders 18 and a half. We were just talking to Doug Kazarian about it. Uh, it. It does seem bizarre, a little fishy. Why this line is not budged. But just based on the reports out there, I I could see someone like Zaire Williams maybe going in the top 10. We've seen the reports that he's worked out twice for Orlando. There's interest there. Uh, you know, he's got the same odds to go in the top 10 as Jalen Johnson. So uh, do I think it'll happen? No. But I think Zaire Williams, a chance to go. If you're looking for a long shot, that would be my long shot play Zaire Williams plus 330 to go in the top 10 if you're looking for some sort of big return uh, for the draft tomorrow night. Yeah, I can't see it happening. I mean, but again, nothing would shock me, but I have him as low as 18 to Oklahoma City. So to see him go in the top 10 would certainly be a, a shocker to me. I like going with a long shot. I have no problem putting some plus money, you know, trying to chase some plus money. Uh, you know, we could have gotten Kispert at plus money to go under the 13 and a half uh, that we thought that, that it was. We did. Um, Duarte, yeah. Um, Duarte at under 15 and a half is probably my favorite play of this draft. Mm-hmm. It's not plus money. But, you know, it, it, the, the juice is rising. I was fortunate to get it at a point where it wasn't as high as it is now. That is probably my favorite bet of this draft is Duarte to go under 15 and a half. Yeah, uh, if, you, if there's a spot out there, I mean, the, the, the buzz right now is that you could see the Knicks trade up to either 11 or 13, 11 being occupied by the Hornets, 13 being occupied by the Pacers to get Chris Duarte, 14 seems to be, at least right now, the floor for Chris Duarte. So even though uh, the 15 and a half is gone and, you know, it was 19 and a half not too long ago, 14 and a half, you're getting a little risky because I, I think there's no way he gets past Washington at 15. But I'd be pretty surprised if he got past 14. I think that's why you're going to see teams maybe look to trade up. So even at 14 and a half, uh, which it is right now uh, at DraftKings, Scott, is something that I, I, I would be uh, I would be surprised. And 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 that being said, and it's minus four, it's uh, minus one fifteen both ways, under fourteen and a half or over fourteen and a half on Chris Duarte. So you're missing out on a good number. Uh, but I do think under is the only way to go in that one because I think you look at uh, Golden State at fourteen, the possibility of a trade up, but. As we keep doing this process, and I, I know Kristen tra- uh, scared me a little bit, um, my favorite bet continues to be the Jalen Johnson over bet at 14.5. I was able to get it at, uh, at, at minus 125 earlier this week, and I, everyone you hear, we heard from Doug Kazarian, who is, who's piped in talking to the ESPN folks, uh, different 
uh, uh, NBA draft analysts out there. So that's going to be one I'm sweating out tomorrow. As you see, it's changed from 14.5 to 15.5. But I think Jalen Johnson, I just find it hard to believe he falls uh, goes somewhere in the lottery. He's a similar uh, player like Zaire Williams, big-time recruit, intrigue there. But I think when you just stack up the names, where is Jalen Johnson going with all the reporting that's out there unless a team trades in? I just, I'd be really surprised to see a spot where Jalen Johnson ultimately lands in that lottery uh, tomorrow night. Well, you know, when you look at where guys that we think are going, right, and especially, I guess, for Johnson, you're looking in that 11 to 14 range. Uh, I don't think he goes there. I really don't. Uh, I, You know, we were kind of predicting where we think the Hornets, Spurs, Pacers, and Warriors are going to go, and Johnson is not a guy that I have linked to, to either of those teams in either of those spots. So it might be a sweat. Because you could get somebody that, you know, makes a move that we're not expecting and and uh, some things could, you know, some moves could throw teams off and then they panic and make a make a different decision than something that we've already seen in these mock drafts. But I think you're good. I wouldn't get scared off by what Kristen said. I think you're okay there. This is uh, this is a fascinating move. I just noticed this change. Franz Wagner is now over under eight and a half. Nine and a half seemed mm-hmm. like a really good play because he has been linked to the Kings for quite some time. I think there's a possibility he goes seven to Golden State, but at this point, man, I I think at plus 120 for Franz Wagner to go over uh, eight and a half, I think that's the way you have to look because he has been linked to the Kings for so long. There's been some late buzz, but okay, let's just play it out, right? If the top five goes the way that we anticipate, James Booknight's going in one of those six or seven spots. Seven, let's say Booknight goes to Oklahoma City. We're thinking probably Kaminga there. Eight is the wild card. Is it a Wagner or is it more of a an upside type of player? Um I think I think over Wagner eight and a half now. Now that we've seen a dip down under nine and a half, I think that's the way you have to look at it. Yeah, I, I like that play. Uh, he's definitely going to go in the top ten. Yes. So um, I don't think that's uh, a question. But yeah, the over could be interesting because you know a player that I really am curious about is Josh Giddy mm-hmm. and where he ends up. Uh, you know, he is going to find himself in this top ten, Tim. And and that's going to affect the way that other players are taken. Does Giddy go to the Orlando Magic at eight? I think you could also see another name to keep in mind has been a big riser, Moses Moody. So there's a lot of names. We're mentioning a lot of names, Scott. There's more than 10 names that we've mentioned. So you're going to see some falling <laughs> and you could see some curveballs. You're going to see some trades. It's going to be a hell of a time. I'll be on the air tomorrow night with Jim Root who will be uh, in Chicago. We'll be breaking down the entire NBA draft. Uh, once again, your bets we're going to be pulling for. We're both on Corey Kispert under 13 and a half, so mm-hmm. plus money on that one. Jalen Johnson over 14 and a half. I'm on over Sharif Cooper 21 and a half. Your other bets before we get out of here. Duarte under 15 and a half is what I got in. There and we that's go. Uh, where I'm sticking. There he is. That is Scott Seidenberg. Great stuff from you for the past three nights, sir. Thanks to Kristen Peak, Bob Nightingale, and Doug Kazarian, Aaron Oster behind the scenes, everyone else as well. Back tomorrow, NBA Draft. It is the nightcap here on Decent. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.